Welcome back, Intimates. I'm excited to find you experts to talk about love, connection, non-monogamy, polyamory, relationship anarchy, group sex, kink, commitment, and lots of other intimacy and relationship topics. Let's live our best lives together by unlearning stigma and getting clear on what we really want. Don't know what to ask for? I have loads of ideas for you. Of course, none of this would be possible without the support of my amazing Patreon supporters or my current hosts, the Musqueam First Nation on whose unceded lands this podcast was made and this human was born. If you want to support more intimate interactions, you can say thank you by supporting us on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. Patreon supporters also get every episode of the podcast ad-free with short intros and outros. I know funds are not an option for some of you lovely humans, but don't fret, there are other ways you can help out. You can help make more intimate interactions by just telling someone you listen to this podcast. Or if you're feeling especially generous, you can share a link to an episode you like and discuss it with a friend or partner, or even leave us a review on iTunes or your favorite podcasting site. Help other humans interested in more intimacy and better relationships find us. If you have your own podcast, shout us out. Need a podcast guest? Email offers to podcast at victorsalmon.com. I love talking about relationships and intimacy, and I love cross-promotion and working with other podcasters. Okay, let's hear about today's episode. Today, my friend Ash is back to talk about trust and safety. First, we talk about trust and recovery, and then we move on to trust in oneself. We briefly talk about trust and safety in relationships, and we hit on how previous experiences can lead us to feel unsafe in circumstances that most folks would consider safe. Content warning, we are two BIPOC folks, and as such, racism we've experienced comes up a couple of times. Hope these conversations about addiction, suicidality, and recovery are as interesting for you to listen to as they were for me to discuss. Um, yeah, there's a, a lot of your humor is like pretty self-deprecating, for sure. Uh, it's fun to laugh at yourself. Yeah, it certainly can be. It's fun. It's fun. It helps me to like, then, then there's nothing that anybody can say about me that I haven't already said. Cause I mean, let's, I mean, let's do another, here. let's do another episode there. Let's start with, um, I like the square peg round hole and I like yeah. the ideas of talking about, um, self deprecating humor and also talking <laughs> about trusting the process. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was quite the episode. That would be quite the episode for take a listener through a little bit of a fucking roller coaster there. Yeah, yeah. First the uh well why don't you talk a little bit about trusting the process? Trusting the process. Yeah, man. for recovery. Cause so many folks drop out and quit. Uh... <laughs> that says that says it all right there. That, yeah, that like like as soon as you said that, I was just like, oh, like, I want to talk about it. And then there's just like, man, I know it's associated with, like, trusting the process. And that's just a whole lot of hurry up and wait and, like, not seeing anything really, like, physical. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah I feel great. Like not taking actions. Yeah, well, like as addicts, we're so used to like uh, um, the like we use and then we get high, right? Instant gratification. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. Um, So it's kind of a hard pill for us to like 
it's a hard sell for me to be like, okay, so what? I'm just supposed to not use and just be sober, go to a one-hour meeting as many times as I need to, and then I got to help people. I got to help somebody, and then, like, what the fuck are you telling? Like, And this is like, like what? Are you fucking serious? This is what being like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm fucking like riffing this guy off for 20 bucks and I'm going to get high. Like, right. That's what I'm doing. Like, I'm right. not going like, fuck that. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, that's so like, man, like it's like right off the bat. It's like a hard thing to get somebody to do, but they got to want to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I find like like with me like uh i was in and out in and out in and out in and out sometimes it has to that is part of the process you will never you will i mean i know a bunch of them but like sometimes you get that person who like is an addict goes to rehab one time right stays sober for the rest of their life and that is that was it they never that was it right right but then you get like people like i went to rehab once but i was in and out of recovery for like years so like but sometimes you get those like double digit people who've been to treatment double digits and like wow yeah the amounts of times and then you start wondering does this thing even work like this guy's been here 22 times and you're trying to tell me like this is like the medicine the for this like yeah yeah you know, like you know like it's the whole way through it's a tough sell yeah like honest like you're trying to get a young person who's known nothing but partying to stop partying and to just like do believe nothing in, even god and and i mean that's how it's worded in the right. text like but i mean firepower right but it's a non-religious thing so don't right. people don't get all freaked out right <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to become a christian although some people get all crazy and you know it is what you make it so just you know right actually so get... interesting interesting side note so brenny brown talks about the requirement of some degree of faith for um oh crap i don't even remember what it is that, that she's talking about, but the way she chooses to define it because she's a researcher and she happens to be a Christian, but she says it's a connection you have with something bigger than yourself. And that yeah, yeah, can yeah. be literally anything. As long as you acknowledge it's bigger than you. Yeah. But it can't be a doorknob or something like, right. It needs to be something yeah, that yeah. you like it has to be. People do that all the time. Oh, my higher power is a doorknob because it opens doors to new paths. Like, <laughs> no, 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 it can't be that. It yeah. can't be that. Like, it can't be that. However, uh, I do know a guy, an old guy who's been sober for fucking ever. He's an old timer, good guy too. Like, super good guy. Learned lots from. Him. Mm-hmm. His higher power is his penis, and it has worked out for him for over thirty years. So whatever, huh? I don't know. I mean, whatever is, works. Yeah, whatever works. <laughs> whatever works. I don't know how you. I don't know about that one. That yeah. was a bit, that's a, that's I mean, an odd one. Yeah, no. It, it's like, well, really? That that's it, huh? It's like you're all, like okay. And I, he's like, guy. Yeah, he's a good man. He's not some creasy fucking, you know, 
free candy van driver type thing. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, you definitely, sorry. We were talking about, uh, <laughs> before we got onto penises as higher powers. Yes. Yeah, higher um, power, the higher power, believing in the higher power. Yeah. yeah and faith and, believing in something bigger than yourself and that can be and again just just for color for folks like that can be anything that you genuinely believe is higher than yourself so in my case that might be something like feeling a strong sense of connection with every with literally the first cell that was ever alive and recognizing that every every time that cell reproduced every time the animals that descended from it reproduced Every single, and this is the most Victor like higher power to have, right? It is. I was just gonna say it's not supposed to be this complicated. <laughs> but, so, it's so supposed like, to be a pretty simple thing. But okay, so every ancestor, I get what you're saying, yeah, every ancestor I, I, you've I, ever had has had offspring and has lived long enough to make sure their offspring had offspring, and that's true not just for your grandparents and their grandparents, but all the way back to the first cell. That's that's the simpler way to explain it. Yeah. Actually, so mine and yours is higher power is pretty much the similar thing. I just Sweet. like, I just like word it as like it's the like. Because I'm not gonna sit there and be like, well, you know, if you fucking look at the nebulas and space, they're all connected. <laughs> so really, like, I just tell people like, I know why I believe in my higher power, and like you, like I just word it as like the energy in the universe sure. and by that i literally mean the science part of it because i know that like you know if there is a god it was you know the leftover shit from the two exploding stars we had in the solar system previous to us being here you know like sure like sure all, my, my whole thing is like we're all made of stars we're we, we came from the dirt we're gonna yeah. go back to it part of the earth our dna is of earth and sky right? yeah, it's, just, like, it's there's yeah, an interesting it's just, parallel between like the biblical stories saying that like um you know human beings were sculpted out of clay and you know carl sagan saying we are all star stuff because all the elements the heavier elements for sure that make up our whole corporeal bodies were forged in the hearts of stars like that's so cool that was right what i said right that wasn't just some bullshit because um, i no most of what I know from National Geographic and the Discovery Channel and that's team. So <laughs> yeah, okay. No, I think you're I think you're you're straight up like right. I mean I I think all all of the heavier elements in our bodies were made in stars. Yeah. Yeah. Well I mean I know that like I know that uh for our star to be our sun had our what was it our solar system it's yeah it's not the first it's, it's not the first star to have processed all of our matter so we are yeah, definitely third or second or third or something it's apparently. i think I it's i think it's probably the third but i'm not 100 percent on that i feel uh, like you'd be the you I'd, you're man you i'm stepping in your backyard right now <laughs> like, I feel like this is your territory <laughs> i mean i've i've always been more biology than than physics even though i have a, a very i have a I'm passionate about stars and cosmology but i i lack a lot of knowledge you know who's great about it though i want to say it's um a brief a brief history of nearly everything i want to say it was um no it was a short history of nearly everything by bill bryson he's just like he explains stuff in such a like 
av- everyday average like language kind of comparisons like if this were the size of a basketball like this other thing would be the size of blank like he's just really good at putting things into perspective it's not like oh if this was like this would be the size of like you know some really technical number right like he'll say things like it's more than the number of grains of sand on all the beaches of earth or he'll say it's more than the number of all the atoms in the universe like the total potential um number of pathways and connections through a human brain is more than the number of atoms in the universe for example easy dumb dumb science for guys like me (laughs) well for just for anyone who's not in science (laughs) yeah it's definitely daunting science for sure. You know, the, I think the truth is, the secret, ooh, all the scientists will be angry at me, is that I don't <laughs> think it's any less daunting for scientists. Oh, yeah. It's probably way more for them. The things they find, it's like, I mean, I don't know, but like just from what I watch, it seems like they find something and they're just like, okay, this lines up with physics and like, <laughs> you know, handwriting to God, as I said earlier. Sure, sure. And they'll find something else and be like, what? How does this, how is this existing right now? This doesn't make sense. Like It's like the Michelson-Morley so like, failure. Yeah, it's like, I don't get it. This, like, so, it's like trying to have to, like, come up with science to explain science. Yeah. Theoretically, isn't that what theoretical science is? Or whatever? I honestly am not 100% sure. Um, I would say that for me, that seems to fall more in the realm of like experimental science, what you were describing, but. Yeah, but I don't know. It just seems like for them, it's just like they think they know. They don't know what they know. Yeah. They find something. They find something else and it blows their free. It's like when like, it'd probably be like what if somebody were like, if like, if somebody believes in God and then like an alien just came up to their door and was like, hello, I am your God. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm your God. You came out of the fungus from the crap I took on your planet. <laughs> uh, so so uh, all that to say, trusting the experience, <laughs> Yeah. Trusting the process. Uh, trusting the process. Yeah, you have to, like, just make sure you don't quit before. And again, I'm going to use another, like, uh, recovery. Um, how should I, <laughs> recovery one liner. Mm-hmm. And lots of them. There's lots of recovery one liners. Every time you're ever having a problem, you go talk to some of your recovery friends. There's always going to be those recovery one-liners and trusting don't quit before the miracle happens is one of them. And honestly, (laughs) don't like, seriously, I know it sounds so cheesy. And all of these things were things that I used to be like, that's like, this is so stupid. That's bullshit. Like Mm -hmm. pray for your enemies. Like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Pray for me to find them first. Like that's what I'm gonna pray for. Like I'm not gonna pray for their enemies and pray for them to have a good day. Like fuck that. Like 
you know like so like you just you, you got to do things that you don't like you got to trust that like all those things that all the people before you are mm-hmm. saying are going to work out and honestly they did it's like well it's like you were saying it, about the placebo you're like even if this is a placebo if it works for me then i'm going to do it yeah and there are things uh, that i don't do still like i will still not pray like a year and a bit in like i won't pray for my enemies Mm -hmm. oh man like i would i'm still at that like still angry about it very much i don't know if i'm still you know what like see i am a different kind of person right like i don't believe hmm like if you want to play a game a certain way and play by a certain set of rules Mm -hmm. then you have to adhere to those rules right right so some of my some some and 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 like i don't know it's kind of weird because like i have a couple enemies and i don't like them also in recovery and we see each other all the time whenever we go and it's just it's just like where we all got the, the right thing to do is to all make amends with each other but like you know, I'm fuck that. Not happening. I, I don't know. If they, like, I'm not going to. Sure. Honestly, like, it's easier for me to just be like, no way. And like, the the, the whole thing with me is like, I would. The only way we're apologizing is if we get into fisticuffs. Like, I'm so, <laughs> not even kidding you. Like, that's 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 the best I can do. Right. Like that's what I tell people in recovery. Like, sorry, I tried to be a hundred percent sober, but the best I can give you is a weed smoking ash who doesn't do coke and alcohol. Like yeah. that's the best I can do, right? Like I can't be like I can't be some like you know, you can't model. be this perfect ideal. Uh, I I the best I can the best I can offer you is a fight. And if if <laughs> you know, like you right. know, it'll be a total merita type situation, man, and it'll be all good. Like, if I if I die, you are forgiven. If I lose, or no, how'd it go? How's it go? A wounded man shall t- say to his assailant, "If I live, I will for. Uh, if I live, I will kill you. If I die, you are forgiven." Such is the rule of honor. That's what it is. That that, is, I'm more of that kind of person, right? So, like, that's... You I, know, feel like, can, I feel like that incentivizes people to kill you and finish the job, though. What? Look, Nobody's coming to kill me and finish the job. No, no. no, I mean, like, that honor system is, like, if they don't finish you off, you're, like, all yeah, is forgiven. Yeah. Oh, wait, vice no, versa. No. Then none is forgiven. No, if they kill me, all is forgiven. Wait, what did I say? No, that's what you said. If they kill you, all is forgiven. If they don't kill you, you're coming to kill them. Yeah. No. Fuck. What? The, how does it go? <laughs> oh, man, I forget how it goes. This that's is the okay. start of the. Anyways, uh, basically, like my whole thing is like, if like you know what, I don't like you. You don't like me. We had problems, and like, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, I can't. I can't let it slide like that. Mm-hmm. Like there are some people that like, Oh yeah. And amends like definitely I've already made them. And like, you know, I've said, you know, but like, there's just some people on my list and like, it's not having it. So, you know, there's all, 
there's parts of the recovery thing that I I've totally abide by, and there's parts where I'm just like, no, nah, fuck that, not doing it, like sure. not doing it. It would the their whole the whole logic is that like I'm letting them rent space in my head, which I'm not really. I don't think about them every moment of every day. I don't even think about them once a day or to, once a week or, you know right. what I mean? Like, I didn't, it's it, just when they come up, you're yeah, like, you're like, like oh, get, fuck that person. Yeah. And like, you know, and I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm not going to like get all hot and bothered about it either. If it does come up, I'm just going to be like, I'm going to be like, you know, oh man, how do I say that I'm, kind of a criminal without saying i'm a kind of like you know we have our own kind of code like the street code sure. i don't know if you want sure. to call it the street code right like i'm not gonna just start shit when i see you where i see you at like if there's a problem between us you know we're gonna talk it out and if it you know if there has to be something about it then like then that that's the way it is and like mm -hmm. like i don't know You know, I just have, like, there's things that I've, like, uh, like, I kind of put my own spin on, too, right? Like, mm -hmm. like I don't know. <laughs> I feel like this is, like, not very good, like, advice for people, but, like, this is just me. Like, uh, like there's parts of the process that you're going to agree with. And there's parts that you're not going to, and you can go about that one of two ways. You can quit or you can like, you know, be like, no, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll do that in the future. Like maybe I'll pray for my enemies in the future. Right. Who knows? Maybe I'll turn a corner and be like, oh, fuck. Like, you know, but like, probably not. It might also just be more of that, more of that intense religiosity. I mean, I don't really know, but you may also be kind of, catching on that idea of like unlimited forgiveness and compassion. Mm. Not that those are bad things to have. Yeah. <laughs> As um, you're like, nah, Compassion, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like I've never even seen that. Like, I mean, I have recently, I mean, especially like in my later years, like, mm -hmm. I mean, growing up, certainly not like, I don't know. It's it's just like what when somebody says that to me, I'm just like, what? What does that look like? Yeah. What does that look like? I always say that about things. Mm -hmm. What does a healthy relationship even look like? Yeah. Well, and you're starting to get at the core. You're starting to get at the core. I think of, you know, flashing back to what you were saying about feeling disconnected, feeling, you know, ready to take a nosedive, and just sort of being like, wow, there's no one I can call. Like a lot of this centers around exactly what you just said. Like, how do you build a healthy relationship? And like, what does one look like? Yeah. It's, it's a it's... super challenging question. Cause like some of us, like I imagine that there are those, you know, quote unquote, perfect people. Like there's someone out there who's like, yeah, my parents were happy in their, in their marriage. And like, they always modeled healthy communication. And I'm just like sitting off in the corner, like, off like must be nice <laughs> yeah yeah that's interesting i was thinking of something similar mm -hmm. uh, and yeah uh, yeah like 
whenever you i don't know you ever go to like your friend's house and like see their parents and be like <laughs> yes yes and be like what is going like, on like what is this just, you dumbfounded just like what the fuck is this they're like this feels uncomfortable yeah they're just You're like nice they're like There's kind something. they're supportive yeah. yeah like everything is just not the way it is yeah for like, yes <laughs> yes in your own life yeah yeah totally you're just like sitting there and like like you know what it would blow my mind it would be like and you go into like a friend's house and like going into their rooms and seeing all their stuff and i'd be like you have like fun stuff like yeah. how did, i'd always be like i'd be like i'd always be like what con did you run to get this stuff and they'd be like like i'd be like what did you tell your parents right like, what do you mean what did i tell my parents like how did you get this like like you oh i just you told them i wanted not... a nintendo yeah I'd be like, no, 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 no. What did you say? You said you were <laughs> sick, right? Like, you broke your arm or something, right? Like, you lied, right? Like, you stole this. Like, how did... You didn't just ask for it. Like, you no right. way. Like, there's just no... Like, I would always be like, what the fuck? Like... Right. Like, I don't know. Yeah, crazy experiences. Yeah, that's... Well, and that's incredibly telling. Yeah. We're, we've kind of gone off topic, haven't we, too? Um, not exactly. I feel like that's <laughs> very much, it's very much an evolution, because, like, we were talking about originally, like, why you went into recovery in our first episode, and then we kind of moved on to, like, square peg, round hole, like, trusting in the process, but also trusting yourself to know yeah. after you've done the yeah. process what parts to keep, like, what parts serve you, and what parts you're like, fuck, this is exhausting. And I don't think it's making a lick of difference. So we talked a little bit about trusting in the process and then trusting in yourself. And I think what's really interesting is we've sort of moved on to this idea of relationships. And we're now talking about like trusting in relationships where like in your case, you're like, when you see tr like relationships where people trust each other, it feels unsafe because you've never had that trust. Like, I mean, I'm kind of overstepping, but I'm just like, yeah, no, that's Totally right. I it's funny or not funny. It's actually kind of like shocking. Mm -hmm. You use that word unsafe. That kind of like I explained exactly. Like unsafe. Yeah. Why would something like safe make me feel unsafe? That's such a fucked up thing, eh? Like. Well, I think it's like totally reasonable. Like if you felt unsafe in those types of interactions you know, in your own life, like with your own parents, then you, I, I go and I see like a parent who's parenting well. Like I see a little girl in an airport and she like fucks something up, like spilling a cup. And I'm like wincing, like I'm waiting for her father to fucking hit her. I'm wincing right now. <laughs> right. And, and oh, then he just like, right. You're just like, Oh, that poor five-year-old's about to get it. And like, she didn't do anything wrong. And then her father just like, like kind of kneels down and just like waits and she cries. And then he just like talks with her and like helps her relate to like what just happened and like gives her a yeah. healthy supportive narrative around it and like gives her a hug. And it's like, I'll just go and get you another. Like, I'm just like, what? Yeah, what is like, this bullshit? Where do I subscribe to that? Where do I subscribe to that? Right. Where can I, I smash know. that like button and get more of this content in my life? Yeah. Where, yeah. How? 
Yeah, I don't know. But my it's interesting uh in talking with my sister. She's been like really helpful in the last little while. That's awesome. Yeah, like with the whole like I'm going to take a dab. Yeah, who do you? I'm like super like helpful with uh cuz she's like gone to school or is going to school for whatever it is that she's going to school for. <laughs> No, but I'm going to tell you this right now, whatever it is, all that stuff is helping to explain why I am the way I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was already kind of on that path anyways with my own therapy, with my counselor and everything. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, and she comes with like the more deeper things that I didn't even really consider. So, like, all the systemic and generational trauma. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, holy crap, like, wow. Like, there's, like, an explanation for everything now. And it's just like, wow. Like, when then, then, like, you know, it's like the same thing with recovery. Like, you don't know why you can't not use. Like, you just have no fucking clue. You don't know. And then all of a sudden, somebody explains it to you. They hand you a big book and go, buddy, you're a fucking addict. Welcome to the club. And, you know, you're just like, oh, oh, that's what it is. Okay, I can I have a bit of a like game plan now, sort of. Like, I have a right. direction. I know what it is. I've identified the enemy, right? Right, right. So, like, like, there's been a lot of, like, identifying the enemy, I guess. I'm big on that in recovery, by the way, is, like, like, like I told you earlier, I, I, I like the military shit, so I like kind of liken the whole recovery thing to being like, know your enemy, know right. what the enemy is, right, mm-hmm. and exactly what it is. Not like some made up thing. Like know exactly what it is. Like know like <clears throat> where its weaknesses are. Know where how to fight it. Right. Like. Right. And how it can hurt you. Mm-hmm. And it just just know everything. Just fucking just make it a game make try and, a fucking game. try and learn as much as you can learn as much as you can right so like my sister is like just i guess she's in a way doing that herself right like she's mm-hmm. uh, going to school to I don't, again i have no idea what she's going to school for but she does some classes where it's like you know this kind of stuff we're talking about right right so it's it's pretty cool. She's been really helpful with like basically helping me identify the enemy that I didn't even know was there. Right. That I I like I knew it was there, but I didn't think it affected me because how can it? It happened so, so long, long ago. ago. Right. And in a different country. Right. I'm here. I'm different. I'm di- and, and then like all of a sudden it's like, well, this because of this and then this because of this, which is why they were that way towards you. And then it was just like, holy fuck. Yeah. You draw wow. that, you draw that whole through line. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like you go from, so like, well, like I said, I was doing my own therapy. Right. And I thought I was on, like I was do- on my track. And then all of a sudden now the one thing that I was doing, it's kind of done this where it's like, now I have Split. two branches of things that I need to, and they're two separate branches too, right? Because like right. the current thing that I was dealing with was recovery and my own like 
inability to be in a respectful relationship mm-hmm. with basically I, I mean if you want to like get down to the medium state like so like and now two, one has become two and it's just like oh no 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 like <laughs> I, I gotta but it also helps you mm, you think all the pain is so like you know like the whole like uh you know I don't know, resting like 10 books on a like six eggs thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's like that. Like once you identify more enemies, all of your pain isn't centered around one thing that's piercing through you anymore. Oh, it's interesting. Kind of, I don't know. This is just for me. Yeah. 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 Almost like the pain is kind of now in couple of places and it's more divided up and it's a it's still painful but now i can like i can put out like smaller fires rather than one gigantic ass fire that has one ambiguous name Mm -hmm. right and you know really is just the tip of the iceberg so for me it's like it's just it's crazy like i've been able to I don't know. It's weird. Uh, the the com- comparison that I would draw would be, and this is like, and by no means am I like like direct comparison, but like just like saying like something that is like it. It in it's like the whole residential schools and indentured servants thing. Like it's kind of similar, like the what the natives go through here, First Nation people, and like, mm-hmm. it's like the same shit that happened in Fiji, right? Just, uh, I guess my mom and dad and their moms and their dads, right? Like, mm-hmm. we're not that far removed from the pain. Right. Like, like it's like literally, it's, like, two generations less yeah. sometimes. Yeah, and I think we... First, I think we did... Uh, sorry, just one sec. I think we did, like, touch on this a little bit, me and my sister, the other day. Mm-hmm when we were talking um yeah i mean like we're not that far removed from it so what i'll say what i'll say is i think we've talked a lot about trust in this episode um Mm. and we kind of have like a neat bow on like talking about trust and recovery versus like now that you're in your 30s like knowing i i knows what i don't likes um (laughs) and and sort of having that trust in yourself and then also having this idea of trust in relationships. And as soon as we started talking about that, you were like, do I have a story for you? And we sort of, (laughs) we sort of got into all of the big, like big scope reasons that affect trust in relationships. And I think we'd be better to go to a different episode, especially if you're going to talk about um, Fiji. Cause like the intergenerational, like talking about slavery or as people love to fucking euphemize it, indentured (laughs) servitude. They made slavery sound right indentured servitude like i'd sign up for it <laughs> <laughs> i'd sign up where, oh, where fuck. Sign up? <laughs> that's fucking Wait, great indentured servitude? so how was it intimates did you love something you heard or maybe you're upset by something i said leave your comments on facebook.com slash intimate interactions or you can go to patreon.com slash victor salmon where you can find our discord server All of these communities are available on IntimatePodcast.com, and I genuinely look forward to speaking with you soon. 
If you liked it, please consider helping us pay for show costs over at Patreon for as little as $1 per month. It's incredibly helpful. It's just a dollar a month. If you can afford it, we would hugely appreciate having your support. And hey, if that doesn't work for you, I completely understand. You can also help out by going to leave a review on iTunes or other favorite social media platform. Social proof like that helps so much with visibility and audience building. It helps other intimacy and relationship nerds find us. And if any of that just sounds like too much work, you can always do something really simple and it still goes a long way. Something like just tapping share and sending an episode that you liked, maybe a favorite, to a friend or partner, or maybe you can send them something you think they might really like. That's probably more considerate. (laughs) Thanks so much for your time and for your help in keeping us making more of Intimate Interactions. Oh yeah, I almost forgot. The intro music was Driving in the Rain by Timecrawler, and this outro music is Acoustic Blues by Jason Shaw.